0: Hey everybody, welcome to the 12th Man Podcast, I'm here with my man Brooks, Going on. I'm Blaine, and today we got some interesting stuff, my bad man, <laughs> you. we got some interesting stuff to talk about. So Brooks, let's let's get right into it man, so I know you saw the news, you text me before I saw the news, our favorite player, just kidding, not our favorite, my favorite player, Neymar Jr. signed a huge new contract with PSG this week, after months and months of speculation, 30 million a season. Five years. Was no, it four years or is it five years? 2025? 2025, 2025? So 2025, I, yeah. I think it's 2025. Yeah. Four-year contract. Man, what is that? 120 million? That's big numbers, whatever it is. 120 million for the Brazilian. Now I think he's like twenty-eight or twenty-nine, so like. PSG's backing him to be good for a really long time on money like that. What do you? Think? Yeah,
1: I mean, so we kind of talked about this a little bit uh, last week. We were talking about potentially his move having some sort of impact on Messi or him. You know, whether or not he stays at PSG here, if he doesn't, would he go to Barcelona? When Messi stay, but I mean, it's just so interesting, man. I feel like he's so back and forth with Paris. Like, you know, it's like stalling on a contract is what we hear, and then all of a sudden he signs an extension and he's kissing the badge and he's. I don't know. It's it's interesting to me. He was kissing. Kissing the badge, man. Like, I don't really. You Like you said, he, he's your favorite player for me. Like, the last few seasons he's been at PSG, what he was hurt the first two Champions League in, like, the round of 16, the last two, like, semi and final. I uh, just, like, dude, I don't know. I, I'm happy that he's staying to an extent because hopefully that means Messi comes to PSG, but. At this point, I'm just not impressed anymore. I'm like, you're not even the best player on your team. Um, Mbappe has definitely taken, <laughs> taken that role. So, I don't know. I guess... When I mean, you're looking at it, who... I mean, I don't know. With the amount of money that Paris have, who would they have have signed over him? But, I don't know. He's there. He's good, definitely... I mean, i got to give him credit. He is great. Um, I just really wish I could see more production out of him. Especially, I don't know, the last couple... Champions League games he's been in just not not a huge
0: impress not a big impressive game to me Yeah, no, that's that's fair. I I agree like the first two years he was out Last year, I mean did they choke in the final the final was 1-0 But whether they choked or not he didn't get a goal and he had opportunities Them going out against City last week or the week before they had opportunities And you would think a guy that's getting 30 million a season he should be doing that. Like you said, Mbappe is the best player on the team. Yeah. And also, but okay, so him staying might mean Messi comes, but also might mean that Mbappe leaves because I heard Mbappe wants to make the same kind of money that Neymar's making or he won't sign. I mean, yeah, like, I, I don't know how much money PSG has, uh, right? Uh, yeah,
1: I think that it's less, and I don't know all of obviously like the, the, the details behind financial fair play. I think it's less about how much they have, but how much they can actually spend um, but I mean, if that's the case, I, I would take Mbappe all day over Neymar. I would pay Mbappe whatever he wants. I haven't heard, I haven't heard, uh, that Mbappe wants X amount of money. or wants to be, to pay, paid like Neymar is being paid. Uh, if you heard that, then I obviously believe you, but I just, I don't know. It's, I would have done whatever it takes to keep Mbappe. Um, cause I believe he's the future. He's obviously much younger. Uh, I think that he performs better, and I would just rather have him there. I think that, I mean, this he could go on and on about this, but um, I just think that his head is a little bit more in the game and the performance and the desire than than Neymar. Um, you know, it's, I don't know, Neymar, which, you know, is a thing with a lot of, especially South American soccer players, they... It seems almost like football comes second and nightlife and partying and hanging out, like all that, you know, maybe is a little bit more important at times. But I I, I seem to think that the way that Mbappe's work ethic is and the way that he plays and even performs, I just think that he he wants a little bit more, especially at his age. I don't know. I mean, he didn't perform. No one at Paris performed great over the last two legs, except for the first half. Um, And uh, you, you really, I guess you can't really pinpoint it on one person. Especially because, like you said last week, that first game Mbappe had less touches than Navas. But either way, yeah, Neymar stay until 2025, which is crazy. Good for them. Good for him.
0: Yeah, good. Yeah, good for him. Good for them. But yeah, if it comes at the cost of letting Mbappe go, I mean, I would say as so much as I love Neymar, that's bad. Yeah, that's yeah you're right. If I get like if like just be like just, that's just bad business. Like, who would you rather keep the the 21, 22 year old kid that is clearly ambitious in terms of only football right. or the international superstar that like he'll sell jerseys, he'll he'll keep DJ Snake set popping in Paris. He'll right. he'll he'll sell all the Red Bull you can drink and you know, if he just, if he's filling it, he'll show up and he'll get you a hat trick in a, in a final, but if he's not filling it, you know, he might just clown the whole game and right. Know, Shout out to me. No, you're
1: right. But I mean, I guess one last thing is, I mean, we've talked about Nike's importance to PSG and I think PSG's importance to Nike. Um, and PSG's, I don't, I mean, obviously this is clearly a footballing decision, but I wonder how much it would factor into PSG's business dynamics that they're, you know, that they're choosing to keep for a longer amount of time, potentially a, a Puma-sponsored athlete than a Nike-sponsored athlete. But I mean, that's yeah that's speculation, obviously.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which, to be honest, dude. So when when he signed the Puma contract, I was like, maybe that would have some influence, like him not re-signing with PSG uh-huh. for the whole fact, because it's like Adidas players, like they're getting pushed into Man U, they're getting pushed into right. Bayern Munich. Nike players, they're getting shoehorned into PSG. They're trying to push him over to. I mean, I, there's no, there's no. Basically, it's PSG. There's no evidence that they're sending him to Barcelona, but, like, there's definitely, you know, like, some sway.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know how much... At the end of the day, I'm not not entirely sure how much that plays into people's contracts, but you always hear about, you know, I don't know, Adidas reportedly wanting to pay to get Nike to an Adidas-sponsored team, and, and, you know, the same for... Nike with Ronaldo, but uh, I don't know. Ronaldo hasn't been on a Nike-sponsored team since Man United, so I, I really don't know how much that actually has uh, to play in the whole situation. But it's it's worth talking about, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess the only definitive thing we can say is once a team, once a new sponsor takes over as a club's kit supplier, they do make a much stronger push to sign the current players on. The like course. initially, right? Yeah. yeah hmm. Like, like, Puma comes to Man City, they look at Fremont, you know, hey man, like, what's it going to take to get you with Puma and similar, I mean, that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head, but I mean, at least that's what it seems like, but you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, specifically with City, it, it, sorry, uh, specifically with City, they, I mean, they. it seems like they had half the starting
0: 11 on Puma at this point, and they've all pretty much switched from Nike, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be interesting to see what those contracts look like. Yeah. Speaking of Manchester City-Brooks, uh, they made it through to the their first UEFA League, or not, uh, sorry, sorry guys, don't, 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 Champions League final by knocking out Paris. Yeah. And they coincidentally played the other Europe or English team that made it to the final in Chelsea just yesterday. Did you catch the game? I did catch the game. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, I mean, it it was one of those games where... What are your thoughts? Tell me everything you think. (laughs)
1: Yeah. One of those things where, you know, City looked like they had control of the game for the most part, but it was... uh, I don't know. I think they played like this kind of in the mid-half of the season when they were just kind of like, you know, I don't know, playing average football. Uh, Then they really started to step it up the last last, um, portion of the season. But, I mean, they kind of had you know, the possession, they had a lot of the control of the game, it seemed, but they just, I don't know, couldn't pull through, and I hate to say this, but that missed penalty by Iwedo does not, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was hoping you brought it up,
1: that was oh, so bad, that was so bad, um, so obviously that was a big miss, um, and I'm not, I'm never one to be like, oh, the refs did this, and the refs did that, but I mean, it looked like. Her, Sterling won a clear penalty to, to me. And again, you can't... I mean, again, Aguero oh. should have scored that. Um, KDB wasn't in. Like, I don't know. It kind of seemed like somewhat of a... of a little bit of a rested squad. No Mares either. Um, I just think that Chelsea were presented opportunities uh, Well, Marcos Alonso kicked it off his wrong foot and into the goal. Like, that was, you know, good, good for them, happy for you that they won. But yeah. Yeah, that just looked like... I don't know. It kind of... It kind of made me think that City having a better chance of winning the the Champions League final after watching that display. Like, if they can just tighten things up and get the, I don't know, in my opinion, the better starting eleven in, uh, I don't know, I think that they they pretty much have it. That was a kind of a mishit by Alonso, but it it went in, and that's all that counts. So, great win, pretty good game, Uh, Aguero needs to do better, and jeez, that was bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah man, I kind of I kind of felt the same way. Like I looked at the game, I'm like, yeah, I also kind of thought like the the thing with City is like their B squad could still win the best game. bench out there. You're and, right. And Yeah. And that to me that definitely looked like at least like that wasn't their most elite no. squad, you know. Che- winning that game meant a lot more to Chelsea to, to secure top 4 where it's like Man City is like sure to win the Premier League regardless if they get that three points off Chelsea or not um the Panenka crazy disrespectful might might have been Coon's last game in a city shirt but you know had he made it he would have been a hero Oh, no question like had he made that he would have been a hero so like I don't I don't blame him for going for it it's just unfortunate when it doesn't work out but uh you know, if I'm being honest with myself, like, you watch that game and you see, like, they're be, like, th- almost the attitude there is, like, we're not even trying as hard as we need to, to beat Really? You. Yeah. And you won off of, like, a freak goal. Right. You're right. Like, you know, a freak, yeah. It's like, they're at, like, Raheem Sir- Sterling's out there laughing, Kurt Zuma body slams him and doesn't get the penalty. Yeah. Coons trying to do Panekas, Benjamin <laughs> Mendy's, like telling jokes to the bench like they weren't like to me it was like they aren't taking the game seriously and when it's game time yep it's like seven of those guys aren't going to be on the field to start probably and it's going to be night and day so I'm as a Chelsea fan I'm terrified (laughs) that that's what you're like you're like like that like your party squad came out there and like because they were partying around they didn't win and you only won because like Two guys collided into each other, and Alonso's wrong foot knocked the ball in. Like, it just happened to happen. Yeah, you know, I'm sad. I'm sad. That game makes me so sad. Like they won, but I'm sad. It's like, it's not. It's not a good feeling. That's all I'll say. Because that was Chelsea's A team. Right. Like, that was. That was like. W- that was the best we can do. And that's them just like like. It's like the other day when I told you we had like an indoor game. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you about this. So we show up to the place. These guys are wearing like those ribbed sleeveless t-shirts Amazing and like basketball shorts. So they didn't look like they were actually good So like we went out there like thinking it was a joke these guys turned it on So it's just like when you're like in the mind state where it's like we don't care. It's like Anyone could beat you and and I feel like that's what it was like they didn't care because they don't have to care but like come the 29th of May it's going to be a whole different story. Yeah.
1: I mean, you're totally right. And I think that pep is probably still grilling into those guys. Cause he talks about that all the time. It's like, look, anyone can beat you at any given day in the premier league. Uh, and we saw that happen. I mean, it, and I know that he knows he didn't feel his best team, but he did that on purpose because his bench is for the most part, better than anyone else's best team right now. I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible how deep their bench is, but yeah, I, I was wondering how you feel. Um, it's, but yeah, you saying that you're still scared even after a win like cuz the win will boost morale, but Terrifying. But Yeah, I mean that the way they
0: won probably won't boost much morale, yeah. so Everybody knows it's like yeah Everybody knows That was like we got lucky and they were having fun and that wasn't their best team like there's still though no, There's no reason to feel good about going into the final, like if if our if our best team would have bit, beat their fun team like five one, right. I'd feel good. But getting a goal in the ninety second minute that wasn't even a real shot, it's like, ah, uh, can you feel proud about that? I mean, if that was the final and we won, I'm beating my chest. Totally, like, a league game that doesn't mean anything at all. The city, no, right. there's nothing. There's no there's no glory in that for us.
1: Interesting. <sighs> Shout out Chelsea. Yeah, it's going to be a great, it's going to be a great final. I'm excited for that. That's, you know, I don't know. At least for you, um, you can, your team is still worth watching. I didn't even turn on, I think I turned on the Arsenal game at like the 70th minute, but there's no point anymore. There's no, there's nothing to play for. Uh, I guess I'll start watching next season, but I'm just a little upset and disappointed. So I'm like, let me just give it a rest for now. They seem to to play better when I don't watch anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I hope for your sake that Chelsea wins, but it's going to be City. Sorry, keep going.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. It is. It's going to be City. It's going to be City. The same way we said we wanted PSG to win, we already knew it wasn't going to be City. It's City's year. Yeah. It's, it's City's year. City it is. Speaking of Arsenal, though, yeah, that. Sorry, I cut No, I said it is. there's that Arsenal. They played uh, in the semis in Europe. They played uh, Villarreal, right, yeah. at home, right, down two-one. What they they just needed a All goal. All they had to, to do, 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 do. was score at home. Just one goal. That's it. Just a goal to go through. What did my what, what did Arteta do? He didn't even start a striker, did he? This, I mean, he didn't even want to score. He, he played a bombing. Um... Oh, did he? Okay, I didn't watch the game,
1: to be honest. Yeah, the, I didn't the first, the first game, um, the away leg for Arsenal, they played Emile Smith-Rowe, I think, as striker. Like, what? Um, so, yeah, that looked like they didn't want to score Like, I, I, But, yeah, this, this week, I mean, they had what seemed to be one of their best teams in. Um, I think they, they had been subbed out of Aubameyang, like, in the 70th minute. It was just, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, everything just seems to be falling apart. Um, it just, I, I don't know. I don't want to be too harsh because they did have about three or four shots off the post. Like, they, they hit the woodwork a couple times. Um, but still, at home, you can't score. They're they are doing really awful at home the entire season. Like, you really, you needed one goal to go through at home, and you couldn't even get that one goal. With the, with the likes of Aubameyang, Pepe was on there. I mean, it was, they should have been able to score one goal this is super upsetting to like talk about and watch and then now you've got an entire season of no european football uh just as an arsenal fan it's extremely upsetting i don't i don't remember non-european football for arsenal it's it's that's how long it's been um it's like it's like emotional i'm just like super distraught uh, um, <laughs> Uh, I guess yeah, I don't know. I guess this is what it feels like to be a Tottenham fan um, It's just it's not it's not
0: a good feeling <laughs> Oh, man, I feel bad for you dad if you're watching this yeah, oh, yeah, it's too bad guys yeah, get you buy you both a Chelsea jersey next season Oh, man, no team play just No,
1: to... I forget your dad's an Arsenal fan man. Yeah, big
0: big gun. Big gun's a gun. The hurt
1: he must feel knowing yeah, that his <laughs> that his son
0: is is a <laughs> Chelsea fan. It's a true blue. A true blue. It's all good. Um They played good today though. You know, where was that? Where was that on Thursday? I don't know. I mean Where were those uh where was that? No offense, but they played West Brom. So bro West Brom beat Chelsea like 6-0 2 weeks 3 4 weeks ago. Yeah. West Brom's a good team. Premier <laughs> League I
1: guess you never you <laughs> never can tell, but it just Arsenal yeah. looks like I I am not going to try and be as like as aggressive as some of these pundits are being uh, on TV, but yeah, there's I I hate to I just I hate to be negative toward Aubameyang, but in his entire season it's just been like I I don't want to say that he got the paycheck and now he's kind of just settling, but it definitely feels that way and it definitely looks that way, but it's just... Got that bag. Yeah, he's on, you know, again... I don't know. Arsenal does this to themselves, though. Like, I'm still the biggest Ozil apologist out there. I think he's incredible, but, you know, they they did this to him. I don't know. I, I just don't know. I mean, that's an entirely different topic, but, yeah, Arsenal just is not the team that I wish they were. I don't like, when you can't even score a goal at home and your entire, I don't know, the last 20 plus years depend on it, you know? It's just super upsetting. I, I don't know, I don't know. You should watch the highlights, because they did, you know, bummings had an outside of the flip shot, hit the outside post, almost went in. Um, they looked terrible, but they definitely could have looked better.
0: Okay, let me ask you this. I haven't, I haven't looked at them. Are, is it mathematically impossible for them to uh, secure even your open next season? As of
1: today, like the beginning of the weekend, I don't think it mathematically it was, but um, all things are possible, just not all things are probable. And I think that the, it was more the probability it means that they're out. I'll have to look again after this week, um, after every game wraps up this week. Um, but they're not making the <laughs>
0: Yeah, dude. I think. I yeah. I think Everton won. Oh, did they? Uh, no, actually, you, you, we'll see. We'll see. Watch the space, man. I'm, here, here's a hot take. Here's a hot take. Arsenal in Europe's next season. That's you heard it here. First. You think so? Hot take. I don't, <laughs> but I'm just saying it. <laughs> I don't think so, dude. I mean, there's like four or five games left, depending on who you are. I'm looking at the table right now, okay. like Liverpool. They're probably not gonna drop below Spurs. Could I think Everton did win today? Um, West Ham. Uh, I think Everton played West Ham, so ever so West Ham would have dropped points, but they're still six points behind, dude. It's not maybe they're only six points out of the top five.
1: Yeah, I so. think they play, but their upcoming games. I think they only have like one tough game. Arsenal. I mean, by let's see here. By the way, the table looks. Um, oh, dude, I didn't
0: realize this. Arsenal plays Chelsea. Chelsea.
1: That's the game on the on the twelfth. Yeah. Ooh, that's bad. I mean, that's bad. The oh, only that's... good news is that hopefully Chelsea rests some of their big players for Champions League final. I don't know. I mean, it just it doesn't look promising. Technically, like I said, mathematically. I don't think that they're out of it. But by the sake of probability, I'm pretty sure they're done. Cuz they just they have yeah. to win every game and then they need people to start losing, um uh, which just doesn't look yeah. extremely
0: probable at the moment. Yeah, dude, they got. It. Yeah, it's not it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, but... Maybe you know only only thing I can say is like I feel like sometimes when a team doesn't play in Europe the next season in the league they excel. You're right. Yeah, you're totally they, right. They excel.
1: Yeah, I mean there
0: is so that's the silver lining. That, yeah,
1: that there, there is definitely some silver lining. I mean they're definitely going to be able to have more rest throughout the week. They don't they won't have that midweek European game. But um, I just hope that there's some drive. I don't know. Maybe the drive. Uh, is gone for the rest of this season, as they probably all have that feeling that they're not going to make here. But, you know, when when the first game of the next season starts, hopefully there's that drive and hunger that we haven't seen. I mean, your boy William had his very first goal of the entire season today. So I just, on on every level, Arsenal need to improve and there's got to be some more accountability held. But good for him, finally. I mean, it took him long enough. Every Arsenal fan I know is just like, holding up their hair every time they see him playing.
0: <laughs> yeah, like forty-five games in the season. <laughs> you got your first goal after 45 games. So in all competition, bad. that's nuts. So
1: bad. And and he and it's not like he had like steadily been progressing with Chelsea I digressing, I guess, or getting worse over the last few seasons. Chelsea, he was still the William that I'd always feared whenever Arsenal played them, but he just like turned into Hazard at Real Madrid I don't
0: really know a better way to say it bro yeah no dude you're asked that you're that's the only way to that's the only way to describe it like okay so for like the last like seven seasons Hazard and Willian have been like the only like every year I get their jerseys like without without fail like really home and away then like just rotate every single season okay I'll show you guys one day so, like, those were, like, my favorite two Chelsea players until they both left. And, like, there came a point where I was, like, okay, like, I wanted Willian to go to Barcelona because I was, like, you've won pretty much everything at Chelsea. Now go, like, win something in Spain. I was, like, when Hazard went to Madrid, I was, like, that's cool. Go to go to Madrid. But when they left, like, it, it, like, they, like they, they played great up until their last game in blue. The minute they put on another jersey, it was, like, they lost their powers. Yeah, You're right. It's the weirdest thing, man, like, Willian shows up on the other, in North London, dude, he can't even cross a ball. I think he got two assists in his debut, and that Yeah, was and that was so
1: promising. I remember everyone against Fulham, we were just like, super excited, really happy that we had that Willian. Uh, and then every single other game goes by, and it's like, wait, what, who, what, What? how, What? why? And why us? Like, you know, I don't know, why we continue to buy the old, washed up Chelsea players? Why yeah. is that our move? Yeah. I mean, we the same thing. I, I'm not gonna no disrespect to Peter Cech because he's one of the greatest to ever do it in the in the Premier League. But and he wasn't at the very bottom of his game at the time, but he did get progressively worse with each season that we continued to start and play him. But we haven't learned our lesson, David Luiz and yeah.
0: William. Yeah, David, David Luiz, same same boat. It's like Chelsea's like we're not giving you a new contract. And they're like, well, I already have a house in London. Kids, wife has a group of friends. Arsenal's like, you know what? I think we can do something to keep you in London. And then the thing is they usually end up paying them more money than what they were making at Chelsea and they perform worse.